explain the phantom laughs in the background. <laughs> we have an audience today. We have a guest. <laughs> an audience. Right. Uh, we're recording in front of a live studio audience. Broadcasting W-B-A-H H. to wow. our the live, live audience member. Singular. <laughs> we sold one ticket. <laughs> All right. Today we have Miss Ashley Frazier in the studio. Today is the DFW Witchy Bazaar. We've talked about it before, but they're doing another one for the summer solstice celebration. Yes. So uh, she's with us to go to that, and hopefully, and we think it's going to impact her as heavily as the first one did us, which was a big difference. I have been talking to a lot of the women on um, who are going to be at the Witchy Bazaar today. Nice. A lot of the, the vendors and the curators and everything. And they're the sweetest people, and I can't wait to see them today. And just be like, hey, I'm that one that's been really spamming your feed with, like, <laughs> listen to our podcast. Well, and everybody's so nice. Everybody's really nice. Everybody's really, really, really nice. And it's just, I don't know, it's a very positive environment. Mm-hmm. We left on a positive high. And I and I hope that we do again today. I, I think that we will. <laughs> I think we're going to be kind of riding that vibe. And our plan, we'll see if it works out this way, we're going to try to do kind of a little follow-up episode. Yeah. Especially uh, especially with Ashley, since this is her first time, you know, going to something like this. Yes. And it was so formative for Charlie and I. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'd like to hear the actual recorded opinions, you know, something put into words mm-hmm. of somebody who experienced what we experienced a few months ago. Right. For the very, very first time. Yeah. But other than that, uh, we're actually going to do two topics again, like we usually do. Uh, Charlie, what are, you, uh, what are you bringing to the table today? We'll be talking about some Oracle cards. Fancy. Not so much history and like how they began and, and right. that kind of stuff. I want to talk about how they're a little bit different from, say, tarot cards. They're currently, and I haven't experienced all forms of divination, but they're currently my favorite form. Um, I've gotten really attached to my personal deck. They're very about. attached to you. I feel like they are. I feel they like are. They're, there's, a, there's a bond and there's an energy, and it has a very specific energy that I want to get into. Very cool. Uh, I'm going to be talking about some some energy healing. Uh, I'm going to, uh, I have this absolutely excellent book that I really cannot recommend enough. Uh, I recommended it to Lyra, y'all know Lyra, Um, and she sent me a text the other day and was like, I'm buzzing. Like, Mm -hmm. my whole body is buzzing. And I didn't know she had bought the book, and I was like, did you buy the book? And she said, yeah, so I'm very excited. But um, I'm going to be kind of Touching on a few things that this woman touches on, uh, overview of, uh, like, there's a little bit of an energy exercise that you can do every day, just align everything, and why our energies are all out of whack, which her theory is very interesting to me. And I'm going to touch a little bit on chakras and a little bit on meridians. Please talk about some chakras. Yeah, I'm not going to go super deep uh, just because I could do an episode on each one. I I feel like, and and we need to. I could do a series on chakras. I think they're really all you have to do. And I I, I say this with a lot of things. All you have to do is listen. Mm -hmm. Just listen for it. It can be so hard. It can. To turn your brain off of Mm -hmm. all the things that, you know, we do, which is... A lot of what I'm going to be talking about today, modern society is noise to our natural bodies. Mm-hmm. You know, in 200 years or so, we've evolved from living with nature to completely apart from it in a technological world that our bodies haven't caught up to handle. Mm-hmm. And so that's yeah, what I'm going to be trying to doesn't work on. that quickly. It doesn't. With and so that's why we're all <laughs> fucked up right now. And that's why depression and anxiety is rampant, mm-hmm. you know? And so that's what this book is really all about. So mm-hmm. I'm going to be talking about it. I... I have, I've never met the woman. I don't know her from Adam, but it, I think that everyone should have this book. Mm-hmm. I really do. We'll put a link 
to oh, yeah. you it, if there's a website or an Amazon. It's on Amazon. You want to tell us about uh, your shit? No. I want to end the podcast right now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> All right. So um, every day I draw a card, right? It's called a daily draw. Yeah. It's like and the I, wounds. It's, exactly. And a lot of the times I don't have a specific question, you know, because I don't want to every single day sit in front of these cards and say, what's my day going to be like? Or have a specific question. Yeah. It's just like, what's something that I should keep in mind today or I should know? Um, so I just kind of project that energy at, at the cards, shuffle them, spend some good time with them. Um, these cards have become like a personal entity. It's almost like sitting down with like it, you know, when you're not alone in a room. I know exactly what you're talking about. That's how the rooms are. That's how it feels. It's, it's not a deck of cards. They demand respect. It's a, like they're sitting over here next to me and I'm just, they're they're listening. Mm -hmm. They're listening to what we have to say. But it's going to be a very broad and general form of advice or whatever it needs to tell you. Whereas a tarot deck, and we've all seen like the tarot deck yeah, spreads. Which are beautiful. Amazing. They, I have such a, um, I, I'm, I'm very, in, I want to look for a tarot deck today. Today, yeah. Uh, I've always just thought that they are so fucking beautiful. They're beautiful. Like, and they're also. Um, they're, uh, they're blunt. And the difference between, a, a big difference anyway, between the tarot and the oracle is the oracle's going to give you that broad sense of kind of keep this in mind or whatever. Whereas a tarot deck is direct. It's kind of, it can be specific, as specific as you'd like. Mm-hmm. Very direct. Mm-hmm. Oracle, broad. And it's all about kind of receiving and interpreting that energy. I've always heard, and I don't know if you've heard this too, mm-hmm. that it's, you're supposed to have your first deck gifted to you. Have you heard that? I have I have heard that. I've yeah. heard that you're supposed to have I've heard that you're supposed to have every deck gifted. Like you're not supposed to purchase it. Interesting. And I did purchase mine. I did because um I just did. I have I have heard that. I don't really know so much the meaning behind it. It's supposed to be it has to do with like it's pick it's choosing you. Yeah. You know, it's it's choosing Which, you and I feel like essentially it did, just like how, you know, I bought my own runes, but they chose me. And you obviously had a connection with these. I did. I I kind of got these because I was like, you know what? I didn't get any oracle cards at the Witchy Bazaar. I I really want some. It it awoke something in me and I knew that this was a tool I wanted to work with. You wanted them that day Mm -hmm. because it was, that was why I went to talk to Wendy. It was because I went to ask her. I didn't know you had already talked to her. Mm -hmm. I asked her how much those cards were because there were no price tags. Mm -hmm. Or that I could see anyway. And so that was the whole reason. So yeah, right. it's that you were interested even then in them. Yeah. So I went to um, a place that I knew was going to have them. And I went in and there were so many Oracle card decks. Oh yeah, that's overwhelming. And that's actually a thing is um, in a tarot card deck, you have a very specific number. I think it's um, I think it's 78 is the number. Whereas an Oracle card, every card is different. It can be interpreted any way. There's no set number that you have to have. The deck that I have is the uh, Animal Spirit Guidebook. It's gorgeous. It's absolutely wonderful. It's one of the decks from uh, Kim Kranz. And she has amazing tarot decks. She has a bunch of different oracle cards. And her art style is very specific. And it's so pretty. And I picked it out of all these other ones. And I even did this thing like where I went to get it. And I was like, no. And I like got the one behind. I was like, that one... This one. This is the one. This is you know, the so one. I do. I feel like they did choose me. Yeah. You know, maybe this is stupid. I don't think people just like randomly gift people 
a lot of things. Uh, yeah, you know, that was kind of yeah. something that I thought. So, I mean, essentially, you have to ask for them. And is it a gift? If I went to you, and who's, you know, a lot of people aren't going to feel comfortable walking up to somebody and be like, hey, can you buy me this, you know, thing? And if you give the money back, aren't you essentially just paying for it yourself? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're just right. buying through extension, right, you right, know, right. at that point. I feel like there's a lot of history to it. And I feel there are probably some diehard fans that are like, oh, that means that nothing you're doing is, is correct. Yeah. I don't, I don't feel that way. Yeah. And I think it's all your intention and it's how you feel things. If you're listening to this right now and you're like, oh, that's a bad sign. Sure. That might be important to you, but it wasn't to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, or not important. It's just, I feel like it has to do with the relationship you form yeah. with your tools more than the ceremony that you place on obtaining your tools. I think so. Um, but this specific deck, I want to talk about its energy it has been so interesting to watch it develop yeah, huh? into its own. It, it was like meeting someone who you don't know anything about. It's a blank slate. And over time, you just kind of get this feeling. You're like, oh, that's the kind of person they are. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, this is the kind of, of deck that I have. It is a ass-kicking. It's tough love. It's, it's a tough love deck. It has told me things before that was like almost in a blunt way. And the thing with oracle cards is a lot of them tend to be very on the positive side of things, mm. like good things or happy things are coming. But this particular deck, the way I've drawn, it has been like, you need to look at yourself and you need to stop what you're doing. Stop it. Yeah. You know, and it's almost like somebody sat me down and looked me in the face and was like, fucking quit obsessing or whatever it is that I'm doing, usually obsessing. But it's just, it's been... It very in your face. And mm-hmm. um, I feel like the readings we did, we did some readings last night with They were great. Ashley. Rang pretty true. We don't have to get into all of all what it said, but it did ring true. And I felt that. Even though I don't yeah. know a whole lot of, you know, whatever she was asking, whatever she was kind of projecting to these cards. I just felt, I was like, this is... On the money. I always feel it, like especially now that they're back on. Like when you, that, that's it's a sense of excitement when you you just know that what you drew is is right. When just you like have... when I drew the weird in the situation, mm-hmm. I drew it and immediately my whole body was like. Oh, it's exactly nice. like having a really good conversation with a friend. You yeah. know, when you sit down and you are a little bit estranged and you don't really have that much to talk about, you can kind of feel like, oh, that wasn't the best. You know, yeah, I've been or, oh, disconnected from mine, yeah. and the the readings you you almost feel like something's not right. This is mm-hmm. not right, and you can tell the difference. Well, it goes back to that whole thing we talked about last episode of feeding feeding your tools and feeding your everything that you use. You have to feed it with that energy, just to kind of take a second and put your hand on it, mm-hmm. or or put it next to your heart. I like I, to put a lot of things. I'm an advocate heart. for being, do, put them naked, be naked with them. <laughs> it's, it's so primal. Just I'm, loves being naked. I, well, I'm very, I, that is not wrong. I love being naked pretty much. Yes, that's true. But <laughs> there's something primal about it. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's skin, it's like skin to skin contact. Skin. Yeah. And I, I do it with my ruins and you're like, they're bones. So mm-hmm. that's like, it's, I don't know. I just, I love to do it because I feel like it's direct mm-hmm. just transfer of energy. I feel like I, I can't that. do that with my cards because they're, they're, I mean, they're just sliding all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I will, I'll pick them up and I'll kind of put them next to my heart. It depends. Sometimes I want to put it right at the, what I have learned is the third eye area. Uh-huh. Um, and I, you just kind of almost like, you know, when you put your, like when two people put their foreheads together, yeah. like you and Yaxin, when you did your guided yes. meditation. It's just that closeness. Sometimes I'll just say, I'll put my cards on me and I'll be like, 
thank you and I acknowledge you and you're here yes. and I don't want to just come to you when I have problems. I'll take the deck out and I'll shuffle and I'll hold them and stuff when I'm not doing a reading, you know, I'll just mm-hmm. kind of have them and you just have to, you have to feed that energy. Uh, you do. Well, and it's, uh, yeah, you got to give to get. I think that's, that's just the most important thing. Right. Yeah. You got to get, and that's, and that's the whole law of attraction thing, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, and the law of attraction is so big especially in any kind of spiritual or witchy community because that's if you want to boil it down to a really simple <laughs> really simplify it's you gotta give you gotta, you gotta give, give. To get. and because yeah. and I... not and don't just give to get mm-hmm. you know because there's a big difference in um, it's a selfishness exactly or or just i'm gonna give this person a gift so they'll give me a gift it's on my ego. birthday or whatever exactly yeah you have to you have to turn that ego down so another big difference between the tarot, and I'm just relating them uh, the most together because they're both cards. And a lot of people do, you know, if they see your cards, they'll be like, oh, you're doing tarot cards. Well, yeah. Like, well, no, I'm doing order cards. But you do, yeah. the, uh, do, you do the spreads in the similar patterns, right? Yeah, you can do spreads in, in similar patterns. What I like about oracle cards, again, is it's so loose you know it's it, you have free range you can roam around so um there is a it's the yearly spread i think you can do a yearly spread in tarot as well i could be wrong on that but there's a yearly spread that you can do with oracle cards and you lay out 12 cards and you lay out one extra card so you have one card for every day of the every day of the month every month of the year and then you have an overall like this is the theme of your upcoming of your upcoming year so uh on our most recent uh, Sabbath here, we had Litha. I did a half year reading mm, and yeah. it, it's open. Like, you know, you can do that. You can kind of take your own, make your own spreads. So this was a dark half of the year. This is the dark reading. half of the year, which is the part of the year that I most enjoy. I feel like you two are very kind of more like fire based yeah. and like heat. And, yeah. And you know, you know, cause that's the thing I, I said in the other episode that I was like, I think that I am earth and wind and mm-hmm. I, I think I'm earth and fire. Really? I really do. Like, because I am, I am almost fueled. I almost feel cold blooded. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I am fueled by heat energy. Mm-hmm. And when I go outside, I feel it light my veins up. Yeah. Like, it's almost like a drug. I experienced that for the first time in my life. Isn't it just pure pleasure? On the, on the solstice. Because if you know me, I am, I don't like the heat. No, you are hot natured. <laughs> I am hot natured. Um, I love the dark. I love the cold. I actually think I have the inverse of um, seasonal de- depression disorder. I have severe seasonal depression in the winter time. Okay. Like, See, I have severe summer my, depression. My, yes, my depression is so bad when it when it gets this part of the year, and when fall when it kicks in and you step outside and you smell that smell. That is pure bliss. I am like, I'm alive again. I'm a human again. See, so funny. See, that's the, Hunter and I were talking about this, and uh. It was one of the first nights we were able to sit on our porch and we had the fire pit and it was when it was starting to warm up again from the winter springtime Mm -hmm. and everything was budding out and the trees were getting green again. And you know, I'm really connected to the trees. Mm -hmm. And so I was just seeing life come back and I felt it too. And it's just, I looked at him and I was like, this is what's been wrong. Mm -hmm. I was just like, we've been trapped and cause he's just as outside oriented as I am. And so for like two weeks straight, we sat outside every single mm-hmm. night just because it was like we were getting mm-hmm. our fix again. Yeah. And I, I, the other day I was sitting out on the porch and we were out there. It was nighttime. We do it all the time. And I felt like this cold fear shoot through me that 
winter's winter is coming like to sound like it's gonna come again and there's gonna be three months out of the year or so that i am dying i'm trapped and i'm withered away inside and i can't it's gonna i hate it, it that's makes all me... i'm clinging to right <laughs> those three that months is, that is all i'm clinging to no is that it's gonna be over and if i can put my head down and get through it it'll be here soon and it'll be dark and it'll be gray and i will f- i will live again so no, with the oracle cards, shutting up and listening is a really big part of it mm-hmm. because you have to say, what is this saying to me? Like you have to look beyond because you have the little booklet that it comes with. And it's like, when I designed this card, I designed it with this in mind. And then as you're pulling it, you're going to be pulling the cards that have been designed, given that energy, you know, mm-hmm. this is what you need to hear because I've designed it that way, you know? So much as, as look at the, like mine is animals. You can look at the animal itself. Mm-hmm. And if that speaks more to you, like say you were feeling really drag ass and slow and you did your daily draw and it was like a turtle. Mm-hmm. You could be like, wow, you know, like mm-hmm. that in itself. So you don't want to just rely on your book, you know, if you feel like that's not right. Sometimes you'll draw a card and it will have absolutely, it's almost like, what are you ta- What are you trying to tell me? Mm-hmm. You know, I've done that before in times of, that disconnect that you can feel if you don't, if you aren't attaching yourself and feeding energy and yes, giving. Yes, And I, it's like, I know it. I'm like, this card doesn't make sense because you're not, you're not talking to me right now because mm-hmm. I've been an asshole. Yeah. But sometimes even when you're vibing and you've got the energy, you'll pull a card and you'll be like, what the fuck? And it won't make sense until later. And you'll be like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. When I was still kind of learning how to do readings for other people, I did one for my husband and drew a card that I was like, does that resonate with you? And again, he's a big skeptic and he's like, well, I could see where, you know, that idea might be pertinent to my life. You know what I mean? (laughs) Um, But the thing is, it really resonated with something that I was going through. Mm. And I think I was really putting you more, kind of channeled your energy I put into more it. of my energy into it. Cause if you're doing readings for other people, mm-hmm. you're supposed to focus on them and really kind of give a shit mm-hmm. about what they need to hear and just kind of be like, listen, I know you're my bud, but this person needs some help. Give, give them some answers, you know, kind of that mentality. But I've pulled cards before back before I really understood that. That was like hitting the nail on the head. And it was like, Hey, guess what, Charlie, you need to fucking see this right now. I'm really sorry about this other person. But, like, the energy and the bond that we formed, I feel like it sometimes could, like, speak to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, with your runes, if you aren't concentrating on, like, I'm going to do a reading for somebody. Oh, yeah. You could pull something and be like, oh, shit. That yeah. Was, that was meant for oh, me. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. If you haven't tried any kind of divination, because all divination is, is a tool to help you zoom in and listen to what the universe is trying to tell you. If you haven't tried it, I really recommend Oracle cards because they're great for beginners. There's not a lot of rules. There's not a lot of you have to do things very specifically. It's a very general and broad way of kind of getting those signals. And over time, you're going to form that relationship to, like with your deck and with your tools that you use. And you might say, you know what? I think next I want to step out into runes or I want to mm. step out and do some tarot. And I'm feeling that way a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know what's weird is I actually kind of feel... Like I'm cheating. You're cheating on them. Yeah. I know. I'm the same way with my with my runes. Like I, I really want to get okay. a tarot deck, but I feel like they're gonna be like, oh, okay, I guess we're just like Woody and this is fucking Buzz Lightyear. Exactly. And we don't matter. I don't know. I don't want them to be like angry at me. I understand. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I get that. I think with two topics, 
that don't go together, there's always going to be something that's going to be like a base thread that kind of kind of weaves yeah, them together. Yeah. And even, I might be stretching here, but even talking about with the Oracle cards needing to feed them your energy, oh, yeah. we're still talking about you manipulating your own personal oh, energy yeah. and, and you're kind of putting that into your tools, which if we're talking about energy healing... You know what I mean? You're using your own personal energy, yeah. or at least learning to manipulate the energy around you. Yeah. To so there's my time. It is well, our body <laughs> is our greatest tool. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's incredible, and we take it for granted. And it's the only thing we really need. I mean, it we is. can we can get wrapped up in materialism, and I need this, and I need one of these, and that's all fine and good, and do it, live your life. But the only thing you need to practice is yourself. Yeah, and that and it falls to the wayside so often because we take oh, yeah. for granted. The function that we have. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I feel you're right. We do. We get caught up in all of these things and all that, that don't matter. And we, we forget the fact that we are actually the most important in such a complicated and just incredible way. Mm-hmm. And this book, uh, the book that I'm going to be talking about today, it's called Energy Medicine, uh, written by Donna Eden. Um, and it's it, this book has really impacted me in a, a very big way. Um, I, I bought it on a whim. I, I was at Barnes and Noble. I love Barnes and Noble. I can spend <laughs> hours in a Barnes and Noble. And I was, I went to their, um, kind of alternative health, yeah. uh, section, you know, yeah. I was like, let's see. That's where I got my and Oracle this, cards. And yeah. And this book just reached out to me and it, it's a, it's a textbook style, uh, paperback, but it's very big and kind of flimsy. And I've highlighted and written in pen and taken notes and, uh, I, I treat it like a textbook, mm-hmm. uh, but it's laid out incredibly smart and I cannot recommend it enough for someone starting out. We'll drop a link to the Amazon. We will. And like, I, I promise, I don't know this woman or I'm not just like, I mean, this is just really a great... Is she paying you, Macy? I know. I, I really, it, I'm that... Could she be paying you, Macy? I wish. <laughs> I, I'm that impressed with it. I really am. And uh, it starts out, and I touched on this earlier about why our energies are scrambled why they and that's the word that she uses why they are so we don't feel right why we have so much anxiety in the world and so much depression and just overall discontent ocd you know like just like different disorders like that and she touches on the fact that we in we're animals first of all and essentially we have removed ourselves from our natural environment the planet the earth and a span so quickly of the human development that our bodies and our energy systems have not adapted to it. So mm-hmm. within, say, for instance, 200 years, we have come to this modern style that we know. And we're not so heavily involved with nature as we used to be. And it is, it's just like taking an animal out of that. And our body, our energy systems don't know what to do mm-hmm. anymore. They don't have the purpose that they used to. And so they, they're just very confused. Mm-hmm. And that's how she starts the book saying that why it is important to do these things. And she was actually very ill and wound up moving her whole family to a very remote Island. And they lived there for years. And she talks about when she came back, how she could feel that it wasn't right. And she could taste the chemicals and all the foods and, you know, just this oversaturated sense, you know? And so, this book is touching in on the different energy systems to balance them in a way that we can exist in the world that we live in today in harmony. 
because it is different and we are not wired for this technological world. And we don't even have the same clock with nature anymore. We have electronics in our bedroom at night, which mess with our internal clock. You know, it's just, we're ignoring what's important. And I've said it, I think three times this episode already, (laughs) it's the same thing. Shut up and listen. Yeah. And that's what this is about. Realize that this might not be something that's just, oh, it's this. No, it's an internal problem Mm -hmm. and you can fix it. And so it it involves different energy exercises and there's diagrams and she walks you through all of them. Um, And uh, one of them, she calls it the five minute like energy routine. And uh, I was going to like kind of describe it, but that's kind of difficult to do without being able to show, you know, the pictures and everything like that. (laughs) But this is like a daily? It's a daily thing. And I either do it in the morning before work or if I'm sluggish when I come home to eat lunch, I do it then. And Mm -hmm. it's quick and you can feel it wake you up you really can and it, it focuses on certain uh like pressure points uh different things like that and there's they all kind of touch on different things but it really it gets you uh she says gets them humming mm. and one gets them flowing in the right direction because sometimes on and everybody knows what it feels like and they might not necessarily think oh my energies are backwards yeah but when you're feeling sluggish and you have no drive you have no ambition nothing you're just not on your you're not on your game. exactly you don't have that it's you're, it's possible your energies are backwards and it's just, it is, it's making you, it's pulling you down. And so different things to get them moving forwards, to get them humming in a harmonious way. And humming is a good word because, oh, we got a dog. We got a dog. Hey, that's my dog. It's Dovahkiin. Dovahkiin. <laughs> and let's launch into a speech about dogs for a while. <laughs> no, um... <laughs> I don't even remember what I was saying. I don't either. Oh, humming, I think is a good word. Um, Because you you did say something about a friend of yours that you had recommended the book to. Yes. And she wrote you, and did she say that? She said, I am, I'm, or buzzing. I'm buzzing is what she said. Yes, I told her about this book. And uh, because I really am, I'm recommending it to everyone because it's, and it's so easy to learn. And it really, it doesn't take long to activate these things and wake them back up again. And it just... I feel more in touch than I've felt ever. Mm-hmm. And it's it sounds silly. It's like, oh, it's just this self-help book or whatever. But it really does work. It doesn't... I don't think it does sound silly. Uh, it's it's amazing. And I so, mean, I think if you're a hardcore skeptic, sure. But any of this is going to sound silly. Well, it's true. Know, but. And so I uh, texted my friend Lyra, you know Lyra, mm-hmm. about it. And uh, I told her, I said, get this book, you know. And um, I didn't think she actually did. But she sent me a text uh, this just this past week and was just like, I, I've, I'm, I did, I've been doing that routine and I'm, I'm buzzing. Mm-hmm. And it's really how it makes you feel and it's amazing. So, um, you know, she has exercises like that. Um, she goes very deeply into the chakras, uh, the meridians, which I wasn't super familiar with the meridians before mm-hmm. uh, reading this book. Um, I was going to ask you, because um, I've heard of them. Yeah. I've heard the word, and I knew it had something to do with our bodies and energies. And- yes. So there are 14 uh, meridians that run through your body, and they they, uh, they go with specific organs. I mean, so there's the central and the governing, but then other than that, there's you know your bladder, your kidney, mm-hmm. your heart. And they all have certain pathways on your body that you can trace, and that helps them with the guidance of the energies in your hand mm-hmm. to get them flowing well. And they pass through those organs. And so a lot of that, it's just to kind of keep your body in sync and energy moving and the organs functioning good. And it's been really interesting to be tracing them because you do, you if you just tune in, it just feels like you're just 
almost like a mechanic. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just really just kind of getting things moving mm-hmm. right. And uh, it's very interesting. Um, she even puts times in. So there's a yin and a yang, essentially, time of day for each of the meridians. So one of the examples that I thought was the most interesting is uh, from three to five, the bladder meridian, uh, which runs down the back of the spine. Uh, it's a very important meridian. It runs really like throughout the body. Uh, it runs all throughout the spine, uh, is at its highest peak. And that's the time of when, you know, it's really working on kind of healing the body and getting everything good. And the yin at that time is the lung meridian. And that is, you know, meaning that they're functioning at their weakest time of the day. You're getting less oxygen. So essentially, that's siesta time. Mm-hmm. And all over the world, that's, people take siestas mm-hmm. three to five before getting ready for nighttime duties, you know. And when you're living more closely with nature, there's a lot of stuff to get done before bedtime, you know. And um, so I thought that was really interesting. But uh, she goes very deeply into the chakras as well, mm-hmm. um, really uh, explaining them. And, and, and what makes her so interesting, and you can believe it or not, um, but she is... A, She's a clairvoyant. She can see energies, she right. says. So, and I mean, talks about them just being these beautiful arrays of color. And um, she can see blockages and all of these things. And and if that's true, which she, so far everything, the exercises that I've done really have activated me. And so I, I don't just want to think that she's a hack, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, it, it essentially gives her an x-ray perspective into all of this. Mm-hmm. And she describes things, and she's she, the way that she describes chakras is in such a deeper, more interesting way. And it goes against a lot of the things that you commonly hear, because traditionally when you see chakras, you have your, your colors. You right. know, the root chakra is red, right. and you know, you have, they're all assigned. And she says that there's seven layers to every chakra. There's seven chakras, and there's seven layers to each one. Okay. And not everyone's colors are set in stone like that, you know? And that, that would make... Knowing nothing about it, that makes more sense to me. Exactly. And so, you know, she kind of says, and we've talked about this before, that it's not set in stone. It's not concrete. Everybody's different. Yeah. You know? And so it's not always the same way. Yeah. And it would be like assuming everyone's like aura is going to be the same. Exactly. I I don't understand. It's and you know, and I think, I believe she says this in here. It's a thumbprint. Your energy system Mm -hmm. is unique to you and it's different for everyone. And so... That's, that's why, and you know, she, she, she says in here some things, you know, you'll, you'll know when you got it, mm-hmm. you know, because, and you do. Um, but yeah, and she has these really fascinating cases in here as well of things that she's, you know, cause she has, teaches classes and things right. like that. And clients that she's worked with, very interesting stories of skeptics mm-hmm. who she has, you know, worked with, uh, doctors, ER doctors that have, you know, implemented some of these right. and there are things that you can do like. Even a bathroom break at work, just in, I mean, 30 seconds, a minute, you know, and certain points in your body you can tap or lines you can trace or different exercises you can do. And they do really give you a good reset. Mm -hmm. And in doing so, even in the past few weeks, I've felt myself become more in tune. Just like last night, you know, it was, it was the summer solstice. Yeah. And And I know at one point we were both talking about... Like our palms, you could feel it. It they was were heavy hot and, and it was buzzing. hot. And it was like that, 
again, I, we referenced this, I think, in the first episode, but you know that energy thing where you kind of make yes. the ball of energy in your hands? It's like that was happening without sitting down and yeah. thinking on it. No, it's just it like, was, I feel it. It's thick in the air. And it was just like, I could almost shut my eyes and see mm-hmm. like myself and just like this glow mm-hmm. of just like energy going in and out and in and yeah. out. And I could And feel we were it. like in the moonlight oh. and we had just done a mani- manifestation ritual. It was powerful. And then we had some good like earthy beats yeah. going. And it and was just, it was good. I, I can, um, I can feel that more naturally now mm-hmm. and uh, just you know i walked around you know me i'm a barefoot advocate mm-hmm. i i think that it is an excellent way to connect to the earth oh yeah um really it, it charges you and it, it will give it to you if you let it mm-hmm. and um i do it regularly so i i plot around my my property barefoot <laughs> all the time and i feel like even that is even more in tune than it has been before mm-hmm. so it's just it's great but but yeah i mean i I think that it's something that, even if you are skeptical about it, even if, you know, this book alone, even if it doesn't do anything for you or whatever, it's a very interesting point, you know, and it's it's definitely made me step back from technology, you know, and I mean, we're obviously doing a podcast, so I'm not a Luddite. And we're about to uh, shout out our new socials here, Exactly, so. <laughs> you know, but... When I go sit out in the morning on my porch, I'm not taking my phone. Right. You know, when I am doing, put it away and just sit for a minute with the earth and realize that it's good company. Right. You don't need anything Like you said, you know, we were talking about if you really sit down and you take a, a minute to be outside and be with the earth, you feel like you're, you're with another yeah, person. You're, with, you're, you're not, not alone. alone. Exactly. And so that's what I think, if any, if nothing else, it's excellent to, to talk about that, to how we really are neglecting our instinctual needs. We get caught up on our material needs, mm-hmm. you know, but not the ones that really keep us going, right. keep us, you know, we don't. And Well, think about sleep. And I know yeah. that this may not be as completely related to what you're talking about, but sleep is such an easy thing that almost everybody can relate on it is such an essential part of life oh absolutely it is such an and to me it's it's so interesting because do you know they still don't really know why we need to sleep they don't they don't yeah they don't really know why that's a thing of course it's a time for your body to kind of heal and everything else but they're not like completely sure why we have to shut down like that interesting and i think that's really cool first of all but it's also something that so many people are just like shucking I know, you know, I know. Well, and it's like, we know we need to be better to ourselves and we know we need to do this, that, and the other, but it's so much easier to not. Well, the biggest one to me is, and this has nothing to do with this, but not drinking water. Right. That is literally our essential. We're, we're, literal, we're made of water. Yeah. And, and you like, have to. <laughs> you have to consciously be like, oh God, I have to yeah. drink water. It's I don't like, drink water. It's disgusting. What? And so that's what I mean. Like, this book really kind of makes you take a second and realize our bodies mm-hmm. are our vessels. Mm-hmm. They are us. Right. You know, you get one. Yeah. You get one. And it's so easy to fall in that video game mentality. Yeah. Of like, oh, well, after this, I'm going to, after this life, I'm going to go do such as, I fall into that a lot for some reason. I don't know if it's like a past life thing or whatever. Yeah. But like, I have this thought and it happens instantaneously. And it's like... I always wanted to move to 
Iceland and live a life, you know, out there. And I have this thought that happens and it's like, oh, well, maybe next time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I have to stop myself and be like, no, this is it. You, I, well, I'm not saying this is it. I'm saying yeah. in this consciousness. Please focus on this one right now. Yeah. <laughs> focus on this one right now. But yeah, you're right. I mean, you do get one and Dr. Pepper is great, you know, or whatever, but you can't just always do the things that yeah, you Yeah, that's do. the thing. We, we ignore our, we use our vices to mm. ignore our needs. And that's nice. Did you make that up? I did. I just made that up, but it it made perfect sense to me when I said (laughs) it. And that's, it's just a bad habit. And we need to look more into ourselves Mm -hmm. and really realize that that's really important. We neglect ourselves often, you know, it's still have your bad habits. Yeah. In moderation. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm, I am a very health conscious person, but by God, if I want to have a bowl of cereal at 9.30 at night, sometimes I'm going to. I like how that, like, you're wild. That is, but man, <laughs> but that is my comfort snack. I love a nighttime bowl of cereal. What cereal? I see, I, okay, this is going to sound, like, not Are you cool. going to say fucking plain Cheerios No, or I'm not okay. fucking soulless. Um, no. Uh, Somebody out there is really offended. Right I think now. it's, uh, is it... Great grains. It's like this cranberry granola cereal. I love me some great grains. I love it. Mm. And it's the cranberry kind. And it is my go-to. And I love it so much. And I'll have a few bowls a week. And so... Not sponsored. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking... Yeah. And... Wouldn't it be cool if we were sponsored by cereal? Yeah, it would be. <laughs> Hell yeah. No listeners, but sponsored by cereal. This episode of Witch Bitch is is sponsored by Post. (laughs) So, yeah, you know, Uh, so we need to find the balance of paying attention to our material needs, but paying attention to our primal needs mm -hmm. as well. And, you know, that's, uh, I love to go, I've done it a couple of times this weekend. I think we've already talked about it this episode. I go on a, a whole root chakra spiel. Because that's what that's all about, you know, and give it what it needs. Cleanse that root chakra and do what you need to do because that is your essence. Mm -hmm. That is where you in your instinctual form reside. Yeah. You say cleanse your chakra, but how does one go about doing that? See, there's great guided meditations for it. Right. Yeah. I mean, really Is that a thing that you want to do? You want to visualize? Because I know visualization is a power. That works for me big time. And so I like to do chakra meditations Mm -hmm. in the bath. Mm -hmm. Because the heat and like I'm sweating, I like to think when I'm visualizing, because a lot of them, you know, and I think I said this on the last episode, they say like you visualize the toxin Mm -hmm. and then you visualize clearing it away. And so sweating in like a hot tub and yeah. it's, I take those seaweed baths that are black. Oh, yeah. And so they're black. And so I imagine it's just that blackness is seeping into the water and it's really powerful. So that's kind of become my thing that mm-hmm. I, you know, I like to do. And I've done meditations that, you know, balance all of them or you can just focus on one. Yeah. And because sometimes just one is fucked up, you yeah. know, one's just a little out of balance. Yeah. Um, and the rest can be fine, or you could have two that just aren't hooking up correctly, mm-hmm. you know, and that can cause some behavior, behavioral issues that, you know, you might have picked up on. But really, I, anybody, my biggest tool that I recommend this book, like that I could, anyone who has anxiety mm. or anyone who feels like they're, they have just a, like a depression, feel mm-hmm. a heaviness, a stagnation. Yeah. Get this book. Yeah. And give it a chance. 
you know, and because even when I started reading it, she talks about the things that she can do, you know, and I'm not the biggest skeptic in the world, but I'm a little bit of one. I was going to say, I'm always a little bit leery when yeah, people say, I can. I was even just like, oh, okay, you know, right. but I kept pushing through it. And then I started really doing the exercises mm-hmm. and shutting my brain off and doing them and just give it a chance and just understand that that anxiety that you feel very well may be just because you're a little out of whack right now. And it might be just that you're, you need to be humming in the right way. And so, you know, of course I'm, I'm not an anti-medication person, right? but I think if something's a little weird, this can help you if find balance. My thing is, is I never want to encourage anyone to not do what their doctor tells them. Exactly. I, I never want to encourage anyone to not be on Medicaid. If God knows, okay, I myself have been diagnosed with an anxiety condition. God knows sometimes I need that to get through. Oh yeah. And you know what? It's, it's like, um, Alana said it in an episode of Broad City. She said, I get sick sometimes and I need medicine. It's, you know, you know and that's, and that's fine. what it is. But, but if you can add to exactly. that. And it's something that can every day keep you from having those low peaks. Yeah. Really is what I think even, the most important thing is. Even on medication, I feel like just in my experience, I can say, I don't want to speak for everyone, but even on some kind of, you know, antidepressant or whatever, you're still, it's not gone. No, yeah. And it's it's living there in the back of your head, and you're like, I know that it's still there. And that in itself can be kind of depressing. It is. And see, I am, I, I'm fortunate enough to not, see, I have experienced depression, mm-hmm. but only when I had the copper poisoning issue. Mm-hmm. And that is what, so I, I understand what it feels like, because it, you're right, it is inescapable. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time that I really actually grasped, this is horrible. Yeah. It and, really and people is. who don't experience it, I feel like they don't understand. It's they don't. It they is. Don't it's that. just like walking around. So don't let anybody ever tell you <laughs> that yeah. it's not important. And it's so important. that really was a wake up for me because I admit, and I, I admit that I've had those thoughts before mm-hmm. that it's just a, a cop out. Get over it. Until it get happened up, get to out me, and I, I physically yeah. couldn't get up. Yeah. You know, and I, I, it really rang true to me. And I think practicing these exercises, even if. Even if you don't feel them, if anything, if nothing else, it's a few minutes a day that you are trying to connect with your own body. Right. And we are so out of touch with our own body. And if that's bodies. all you get out of it, that's a win. That's a win. Because we overlook ourselves, you know, and everybody's busy and everybody's working longer hours than they've ever been before. And sometimes you just need to quiet yourself and take a minute and become familiar with you. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think we've had, we had, we were talking about this last night, how sometimes you have these moments where you realize I'm me. Yeah. You know, and yeah, that's that what stare in the mirror and you're like, I'm in this body. Exactly. And you know, so I'm a consciousness inside of inside a vessel. Inside of this vessel and this vessel is how I am here. Yeah. So take these moments. And if it goes away and it's not treated good. Yeah. I go away. I, Somewhere. I go away. Yeah. Yeah. And so just take care of it and take a few minutes a day. Touch your skin and trace these lines and balance these balls of energy mm-hmm. within your bodies and make it a habit. Right. You know, and it just make it a part of your day. And I believe because it has done this for me that it will help keep you from those low points. Mm-hmm. You will still feel stress, yeah. but there's things in here to help you deal with that yeah. and curb it before it gets bad. And really, I think that's what the true use is. But I, I'm all for energy medicine. I don't think that it's going to cure you, 
but I think it yeah, is going can we, to act Can we put that disclaimer yes, out there? <laughs> but it is if going... If you're sick, you get help, but it's an additive. Yes. And it's also so important for your mental your mental state. Hugely important yeah. for your psychological yeah, welfare, right. in my opinion. But yeah, absolutely. It's 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 a uh, like you use the word several times. It's a tool. Mm-hmm. It keep it in your tool chest if you yeah. know if you're feeling sluggish. And it's a feeling, tool that you always have on you. You do. You know you, you don't do. have to carry it anywhere. It's with you. Yeah, right? and once you know where all of these things are and the yeah. points and you know where it's it, you can do it anywhere. It's knowledge that you can take with you anywhere you go. What's really something is kind of resonating with me, and I'm I'm really feeling it. The more we talk about energy healing in in the way of meridians and putting your hands on your skin and everything. Um, I've talked about the, you know, kind of healing with my hands, a massage therapist, all that kind of stuff. I've always felt that like in other people. Oh yeah. And maybe even myself, like, you know, working on someone I have massage therapists, they'll talk about this kind of crap all the time, but it's like, you'll be working on someone and you'll feel these emotions, Yeah, you know, and you'll be like, these things are sinking up. Yeah. Like things are falling out. Oh, bet. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. So it's, um, it's, it's really great. Uh, it's definitely something that I'm going to continue pursuing. Yes. I think it's, and I'm going to get this book. You should. I'm going to get this book. It, you really, really should. And, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's put me on, uh, what I think is going to be a very large focus for mm. me. Um, it's something that feels right. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's really affected me deeply especially mm-hmm. since you know i'm not going i don't know I, I i say that i have empathic tendencies but mm-hmm. i don't know if i'm like an empath you know but being able to already have these emotions hit so deeply learning how to even to process them in a way that's not so raw has been very interesting right. and to kind of understand that i'm i i am feeling these things yeah. because this is how it works one of my professors in college had an incredible saying, and it's trying to come to me right now, and I cannot remember it. it and I'm not going to get it exactly, but it was just like, truth will still stand when the world burns. There was, I saw someone who, who explained it really well, and this is going to be hard because this is not in visual format, so I'm going to try to explain it. Um, but I heard somebody say, you can lie to me here, and pointed to their ears. And then he said, you can lie to me here, mm-hmm. and he pointed to his heart. He says, but you can't lie to me here. Right there on that and third eye. Right there on the third eye. And even in that moment, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's a, uh, that's a good, I've actually never thought about that before. Um, but that is something people yeah. come to me when they need, I'm not going to say advice like I'm a wise person, but when they have a situation that needs mm-hmm. a good, like, talking through. Yeah. Because sometimes that's how you solve well, things is talking hard. through them. It's hard to find somebody who wants to do that. I love it. I, when I cut, a lot of the times I'll go to people and I'll be like, I am burdening them. No, I, I actually really but I don't love feel it. That way. The only thing that it does do is that I am wiped out when mm-hmm. it's over. Mm-hmm. I really like, well, think about John Coffey, you know, exactly. I mean, after yeah. He did his thing. And that's how I feel after like a, like yeah. an energy healing. You breathe that bad shit out and you got to go take a fucking nap. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it is kind of like that way, like afterwards and, you know, cause I, I really do care and I put a lot into it. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes like, and like, even after, you know, like when I, Ashley and I talked and it was a very, very good conversation, but even after it was over, I was just like, I gotta sit, I gotta take a break, mm-hmm. you know, just because it's a, it, I can't, a lot. Like, it's a lot it's to process. A lot. So Anyway, I don't know how we got on this topic. I don't either. You but know, it's been good. It's, it's been good uh, and organic. <laughs> it's I nice like organic. It. You know, I feel like even if we barely touch on the topics we're supposed to touch on, 
And then we just have a good organic conversation. I think that's good. That's good. That's great. I think it's great. You know? But anyway, so uh, I think we can uh, bring Ashley back in. I think in. we can bring Ashley back in. Yeah. Before we do, I'd like to take some time to shout out uh, some very important socials that we now have and you can now connect to us on. So we have at Witch Bitch Amateur Hour on Instagram. Our Twitter is at Bitch Hour. Find us on Facebook at Witch Amateur Hour. And you can email us at WBAHpodcast at gmail.com. Hey. Uh, what we need to do is that, so like in this transition phase, we need to like put some like music, some like good witchy music or something. Cause I don't want it to just be like a rough edit for when we bring her back in. Yeah. I, we could just sing something like that. Are are we supposed to be recording? Yeah, I am recording. Oh, okay. I wanted them, I wanted everyone to know. So if they just randomly be like, all right, we're going to bring Ashley and Ashley here. Like we should have like some oh, elevator music or yeah, something. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah, we'll put something in. Gummies, mm. gas station run, gas station proven. Run. To Ashley's be very back. Good. She brought snacks. So, what made you see DFW witchy event? What made you go? Oh, I want to go to that. So it's been something that I've been like trying to kind of dip my toe in, and I just am ignorant to all of it. Really, there's an absence, and I mm-hmm. want to, you know, find out what that is. Mm-hmm. Um, every time that I've had an experience with something like that it's resonated it's it's really been exactly with what's going on and so it's hard to kind of disregard that and so Mm -hmm. I want to just explore it and so my expectations of tonight are really I I don't know that it'll just start making more sense that I'll really just find whatever my place is in it and start a a boost to explore maybe something more specifically I, I feel something with this and I want to take it and I want it to be a part of my everyday life and that's what I'm hoping for is that I find the connections that will bring it into my everyday life and that's kind of where I'm at is that like I'm just picking one or two things to just scrape the because I mean to really get into it it would literally I mean it'd take years, years. It, years I mean years it's, and you're still missing out on so much that's not being passed down yeah and so this is what this podcast is. I mean, what you just described. Yeah. That's basically our target audience. And, and, and to bring these people who feel like there's something here, I yeah. want to explore it. I don't think that this is just based curiosity. I think that there's a reason for it. I, I, I believe there's a reason for everything. And I feel like you're, you're looking at this because something you're called to look at it, mm-hmm. you know, and nothing about it seems forced. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's my um, piece of excitement. Hey guys, let's go to the uh, let's go. To let's the go witch. to the witchy bazaar. Witch bazaar. I'm Woo! so excited.
What were we? What about a bunion? What did you say just now? I said I'm right up on you. Oh. I got a bunion. <laughs> <laughs>